Good morning, folks. Welcome back to Coffee Time with Almeida. Today we have Jason Kynes on with us. From uh, He's living in Newport, Rhode Island. He uh, has a uh, restaurant called uh, Kai Bar. It's a bar, and he has a pizza shop called uh, Slice & Co. in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. And um, he's gone from bartender to pandemic pizza man. We're going to talk all about the <laughs> hospitality industry and cocktails and uh, whatnot. Jason Kynes, welcome to um, Coffee Time with Almeida. Thanks, man. Great to be here. Best day ever. Oh, dude, I love that cup. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what do you What do you have in that cup, my friend? Uh, Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I think we all kind of need a little bit of that. No, I got um, I got straight Keurig coffee. It's a little bit different than my normal uh, nitro, but tough times call for you know difficult measures. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh. Let's see, uh, all right, everybody's drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, comedians in this house. I love it. I love it. This is why we we, why we came here. This is why we're here. Um, so I just want to ask you a question first. First out of the gate, do you remember the when we met? Do you remember the first time we met? Um, was it at the Eddie? Mm, no, Chinese New Year's party. Oh, that's in Newport. Right. Holy in smokes. Newport. How much fun was that? <laughs> There was a USBG uh, party. That's right. That's right. That's right. That was some fun times. Yeah, man. It was, uh, I think it was also like a launch party for for uh, the GQ magazine release with um, ah, the guy from Back Bar from Boston. Troy, Troy Clark. Was no, Troy no, no. He was oh, there. Oh, yeah. um, oh, Sam Treadway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Sam Treadway. <laughs> That's right. So it was the first time actually uh, I had just joined the USBG, like not too much before that, I don't think. And uh, so it was the first time, definitely uh, I get to meet you. I've met you and all those other guys. And then, you know, the rest is history. Now we're all nerds hanging out. Yeah, no doubt. That was a wild night. <laughs> I, believe, I believe it was like seven years ago. That's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty wow. good. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, so things have changed a lot since then. You know, you're living in Newport right now. Yeah, things have changed. Um, I, you know, I'm actually from Newport. I've been all over. Um, you know, uh, I spent, I actually spent about 10 years, all my 20s living in Florida. Um, and then I made my way back here about, about 11 or 12 years ago, kind of lived all over the state. And I ended up back here in Newport uh, not too long ago. And uh, feels good to be home. Um, and so you're, uh, you have two spots in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. I do, I do. We opened up uh, Kai Bar um, a little, about three and a half years ago now. Um, uh, it's been a wild ride. Um, you know, obviously, as you knew me as a bartender for many years, um, it's funny how things happen. I never saw myself uh, owning a restaurant, but it just kind of unfolded that way. And then, um, you know, the pizza uh, spot came uh, became available uh, across the street. And so... Uh, Bought, bought that and now i have two restaurants right across the street from each other so it's, it's pretty, pretty it's pretty convenient it's pretty awesome right yeah it's it's really wild um you know i just kind of go back and forth all night which just feeds right into like you know my add you know it's always changing <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's good it's like oh somebody needs something i'll be right over two yeah, literally two seconds exactly exactly yeah um i just want to give a shout out to jason Trenholm and, and rodney thanks for tuning in today guys um so um Let's see. Tell us about what you're doing right now. Um, well, unfortunately, you know, uh, like a lot of other people, we had to close down the restaurant temporarily. Um, 
you know, uh, at Kaibar. So luckily, um, you know, the state has allowed for the takeout uh, situation to keep going. So uh, I was able to kind of shift, um, you know, a lot of my focus over to the pizza shop, um, you know, and with uh, things going on and the sales going down and whatnot, you know, labor is an issue. So I got a pretty cool staff who's making a decent, decent amount of money on unemployment. So we got them out of there. And now uh, myself and my, my wife work pretty much all the shifts together. Uh, I are you guys open seven days a week? Uh, we're open six days a week. So um, I'm probably going to stretch that. The plan was to open it for seven days a week come springtime. So I think now is better than ever because people need pizza every night, you know, so. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So you have like a lot of uh, regulars in here. I mean, you're right. And uh, tell us a little bit about East Greenwich, what, the neighborhood. Yeah, there. East Greenwich really neat town. And, um, you know, it's crazy because being from Newport, um, I had never actually been to East Greenwich until... Uh, I went to go check out, uh, you know, what would eventually become the Kaibar space. Uh, really neat downtown area. Uh, there is a main street. Um, there's a bunch of, um, uh, you know, I think initially from what I understood, it was it was very um, a boutique-y shop, shopping. There's like, you know, four wedding uh, shops and there's hairstylist shops. And then I think a couple of restaurants uh, started popping up in the last... Um, five years and so we were kind of in there on the ground floor and i think um it was a really kind of right time right place for something like kai bar to open up because it's a very unique vibe and concept and uh you know it took a while but people have really you know reacted very well to it so since then a couple other bars have opened up and um i think a lot of the east greenwich people um have tended to go to uh, Newport or Providence or whatever, and so I think they're they're all really pleased to to have a couple of decent quality spots right in East Greenwich. So uh, we, we've done we've done great. I'm very grateful for the East Greenwich community. Um, everyone there is awesome. Um, we they've really embraced us. So I, I feel very lucky to be a part of it. Uh, that's really cool. I feel like you know um, that type of environment you're probably in. It's every person you touch, so it, like, it, it, and and it's uh, contagious, right? So it's like one person at a time, and it just like starts to build and starts to build, and all of a sudden, you know, people are like, "All right, this is," you know, they know that they can like chill in town and they don't have to go to the city. Yeah, totally, uh, totally. And um, you know, we take a really uh, interesting approach to what we do. Um, you know, it, it's crazy, Chris, because I think prior to opening Kai Bar you know, the, the craziness of my, my cocktail programs kept on like going up and up and up. Um, you know, I was working at the revolving door for a while, which we can talk about for a minute, um, where I was being pushed by all these different chefs to use these crazy ingredients I've never used before. And then when I got to Kai bar, <clears throat> I think a lot of this stuff was, um, you know, um, well, how can I say, I mean, I think we, we really simplified things and created a, a really neat, fresh cocktail list that was approachable. Um, and then we always, uh, offer a couple of drinks, um, on the menu for the adventurous people. But I think it's been a, a really neat fit for, for East Greenwich. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. You, I mean, you're breaking the people into the cocktail, to the cocktail scene, right? Absolutely. And, and you got to like start them somewhere, you know, you can't just like jump, you know, into the deep end. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it kind of works out because, um, the place is very high volume. So we've got to be able to execute drinks, you know, on the fly. Most of our drinks can be executed in under a minute. Um, you know, the place gets packed with three deep. And of course, everyone wants a, you know, 
um, you know, a craft cocktail, which accounts for uh, about 70% of our, of our beverage orders are off of our cocktail list, which is just bananas. And then the rest are all Tito's and sodas. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're making probably like on a, on a Friday, Saturday night, like three, 400 drinks, you think? Oh yeah. 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 Easily. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Easily. That's uh, I mean, that's fun. It is fun, you yeah. know, and, and it was crazy. You know, when we opened up the place, it was one of those things where I worked every bar shift. Um, I think there was something like I worked 91 out of the first 94 days. And then, um, you know, when, when, when you, when you open up your own place, you're so protective of your brand and whatnot. You don't, you don't, you just don't want to throw anybody uh, behind the bar. I was lucky enough to have a buddy of mine, um, Alex Brindaris, uh from Newport kind of hop in there with me and really kind of help me establish the culture. And I really kind of think that that's what's made us popular is the culture and the ethos, the feel that people get when they're in there. Um, you know, because <clears throat> the drinks and whatnot, they're fresh and um, the beers are, are awesome. Um, we actually put a lot of thought into our beer program as well. Um, but I think people come back for, for the hospitality. I, I, I honestly think it's like the most overlooked thing in our business. And it's crazy because we stamped it right on the business. So like, this is the hospitality business, but everyone just skips right over that. And, and, and I think that that's really kind of what breeds um, the culture and, and the vibe that keeps people coming back for sure. Oh yeah. So t what's your, um, what's your favorite thing about the hospitality industry and the business in general? Um, you know, I think that hands down, it's the relationships you build with people. Um, not only the, um, you know, the guests that come in all the time, but you know, the staff, we have a very tight knit staff. Uh, my entire staff has been there for two years. You know, oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's really neat. There's only, there's only five of us. Um, we've, uh, really kind of, uh, grown together. Um, I empower everybody. I'm, I'm very hands-off when it comes to the creativity there. Um, you know, I had a mentor that kind of treated me the same way and I really, I really kind of, uh, blossomed. So I do the same thing with these guys. Um, I always tell them, you know, when they get behind the bar that they're the captain of that ship, um, to rock and roll, bring in their own uh, ingredients, create their own specials. I've been very supportive of them. And uh, it's really kind of neat too. Um, you know, we've, uh, we, we travel a little bit together. We experience new things together. Um, instead of a Christmas party a couple of years ago, I spent all the money on just like a really dope Airbnb in downtown Portland, Maine. Um, we spent a couple of days just going out, eating great food, drinking, uh, being a part of really good service. Mm -hmm. And it really it gets everybody so pumped to get back in there and be like, oh, wow, you know, look at how they roll their silverware. Look, you know, uh. how they but I mean, it's simple stuff like that. And, and, and the staff gets so enthusiastic. And, and uh, you know, I, I go back to working for the Newport Restaurant Group. They hooked us up with, um, you know, a book by Danny Meyer, uh, Setting the Table, really neat book. I highly recommend it to people. But the thing that stuck with me the most is, um, you know, show hospitality to your staff and then they'll pass it on to you know your guests and and it's definitely you know i've found that to be you know very true you know mm. in my experiences so so what do you think the future of hospitality is oh man once once we I'm, get back to it <laughs> um you know it's crazy because um being a restaurant owner now you know i definitely think about things a little bit different um, so I think first and foremost, in my mind, I'm thinking about what's the business going to be like, uh, going forward. 
Um, and I, I think it's going to be, you know, I, I try to stay positive. I think it's going to be a long, there's going to be a long road ahead of us. Um, because I think even when everything opens up, you're going to have that percentage of the community that's going to not feel safe with it, you know, and that might account for 20% or something like that, uh, which is going to be a big hit. Um, so I think it'll be a while before people feel comfortable um, going out uh, to places, especially like Kai Bar, where we just pack them in and everyone's on top of each other. Um, but I mean, I, I think it's going to take a little bit, but I also think that culturally, um, outside of the hospitality business, everything's going to change, you know, um, you know, whether or not you shake someone's hand or you give them a hug or, you know, you're, it's funny because you always sell those people like walking around with sanitizer and you're just like, you know, fucks up with this guy. Like, what do you have, stock like, in Purell? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, now you've got that guy somewhere being like, told you. Yeah, you're I like, now you, I should have bought stock in Purell. Jesus. Yeah, no doubt. no doubt. So, yeah, I think I think everything's going to be different, you know. I think that the hospitality industry will eventually come back strong. Um, but uh, it's it's going to take a, a, a little while, you know. So I, I'd imagine we, we come back with kind of, you know, a smaller staff initially. Um, yeah. I think you're, you're going to see a lot of owners rolling up their sleeves and getting behind bars. Um, I think you're already seeing it. You know, as far as the takeout places, um, you know, you've got you've got owners behind there kind of starting from scratch and, and, and kind of building things up. And, um, you yeah, know, it's going to be it, I think I think everyone's going to feel the hit uh, really, you know, from the staff all the way up. Um, but, uh, you know, th this is su such a relationship driven business um and people really kind of you know yearn for that and being a part of culture and, and, and getting back out there uh with their people um we'll, we'll come back it, it'll be it'll be a challenge though for sure yeah i think i mean we have no choice but to come back right so absolutely it, it's, it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna happen people love going out and you know like you said it's definitely gonna be uh i know i'd like i feel like the last week that i worked that the restaurant was open was very stressful you know, yeah. you're like you're like, you know, we're already hyper focused on being clean. Right. And now you're even like every every single time you put your finger on something, you're like, Ugh! yeah, you know, yeah. and that whole last week I was like having a meltdown. But, you know, I feel like, um, you know, we have no choice to get back to it because that's I mean, it's what we do. It's people. It's the, the people need it. Yeah, it's you know, and, and I think people are definitely being mindful you know, having a, having a, a, you know, a pizza shop still open. I'm, I'm in the grocery store or restaurant depot like three times a week and progressively it's turned into something where everyone's, you know, you've gone from one, you know, kooky person wearing a mask and gloves to like, you, you're being looked at funny if you're not, you yes. know what I mean? So um, you were at so, restaurant depot yesterday, right? How was that? I was at restaurant depot yesterday, you know, <laughs> Restaurant Depot, for all of you guys that haven't been there, it's it's interesting. I'm, I'd equate it to what I would imagine like a modern day uh, cultural epicenter for people to come and, and, and gather their ingredients and and whatnot. Um, and, and it's a really it, it's it's kind of a neat place. Um, so, yeah, it, it's definitely it's slower The yesterday in particular, the, the shelves were oddly sparse. Um, you know, and I went up to one of the guys, I was like, is there something that, you know, I don't know about that's coming down here. And uh, he was just like, I don't know. I think it's just busy. I think a lot of people are going in there and buying stuff for them personally as well. Uh, I, I think I read somewhere in a few states that Restaurant Depot is open to the public now. 
Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I might be Rhode Island. I'm, I have a feeling. I feel like, I feel like I saw someone from Providence share like a post, but, uh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, cool, but not cool. I mean, I mean, I yeah. guess it's good for the yeah. people, but like, cause even like, you know, I, I, I'm a stop and shop guy. I go to stop and shop like sometimes twice a day. Yeah. Uh, and like, now I, I went to stop and shop the other day and I was like, Oh my God, I was having like, it's just, you know, really stressful. Right. So there's everybody's in there and you know, now I'm, I'm limiting my, my shops to once a week, but there's a bunch of stuff that I still, I, I couldn't get flour the last few times I was there. You know what? I noticed that a while ago because I couldn't get semolina from the pizza shop, you know, which is something we put on the pizza peel that kind of helps uh, the pizza slide off the peel. And so I, 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 you know, I did some Googling and like, okay, well, you can use flour. And I went to buy flour and it was like, why, what are people doing with flour? <laughs> flour and like, I was trying to get like a gallon of vinegar the other day, like none, zero. I'm like, oh, oh. So weird. <laughs> so I'm like, are, really, are there really all these new bakers out there? You know, I mean, I know <laughs> I'm a new to baking, but like how many, you know, how many of us are there really? It's, it's insane. Like, yeah. well, I guess everybody does have time in their hands. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what uh who's your favorite ozark character oh marty for sure oh, you right. know he's so cool <laughs> and his little one, like one-liners are just you know hilarious um god damn that show is so good huh yeah it's just it, it's just so wild it's um it's one of those it's one of those shows kind of like the wire was where they don't really explain everything to you you've got to kind of read between the lines and and the character development is so cool. All the characters are, are really neat. You know, well, you know, Jonah, like, what's up with that kid? You know, he's going to play a big role. At some oh, yeah, point. yeah. I can't believe he didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? so so, yeah. Season four, he'll be pulling character. some triggers. Yeah. Um, yeah no so. Um, Who's your favorite character? Oh, that's a, I, mean, I would think probably, probably Marty. He's just yeah. very, like, he's very, like, um, calculated. He is, you know, he puts a lot of thought in, into everything. Even like he's, and he's pretty much right every single time. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. You know, yeah. uh, you know, and I just like Jason Bateman. He's he's a great he's a great actor in general. Yeah, Bate, Bateman's great. Yeah, I love Bateman. I mean, the rest of development, you know, was was just the shit. You know what I mean? I love that show so much. Uh, yeah, he's just uh, so just funny. Like it's easily funny. You know. Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, any good cocktail ideas for something you might have in your house? that's easy to make. Um, yeah, you know what? Um, w- one thing I always tell people about to make it easy is to find like a good quality mixer. And, uh, mine is, I don't know if we have it around, but, um, like polar, you know, polar makes a grapefruit soda. Mm-hmm. That's so phenomenal. And you could literally mix it with anything. So we've been drinking a lot of, uh, tequila and, uh, polar. We use it in the restaurant for our Palomas as well. Um, so it kind of like gives you that that flavor profile where where you're drinking a soda that's got a little bit of a fresh uh, kick to it as well. So I recommend people going out and, and getting the polar grapefruit dry. It's really really you know cool stuff. So right, and, and it's right. funny like um, when you have your home bar, um, like we're getting down to a point where I'm like considering take <laughs> taking shots of like ancho reyes and shit like that because Because it just dwindles down and 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 it's like all we drink pretty much is tequila and of course we've got like this array of stuff you know samples we've gotten over the years but there's just never any tequila though because it's (laughs) we drink it all you know what i mean oh yeah 
we uh just been kind of running the gamut on whatever i have in the basement from uh you know however i got it <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I, I do have a pardon me samples that were half drinking when i got them five yeah. years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 exactly exactly I'm like i'm like why do i have all this overproof rum uh yeah. <laughs> but i actually do have a a, a bottle of uh, chartreuse vep green Oh, wow. Which I might break that open tonight. I might break that open tonight. Wow. I've been just Good kind of stuff. staring at it for a couple of years. It's been on my bookshelf over here. Yeah, I've never Let me ask you a question. As, as a, you know, you're a pretty educated guy when it comes to this stuff. Someone told me that chartreuse is like one of the few things that actually evolves in a glass bottle and changes a little bit. You ever heard that before? No, I haven't. I have not heard that before. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Maybe we'll ask Tim Master what he thinks about that. Yeah, yeah, totally. That'd be cool. uh, because uh, that'd be really interesting. Because I know they're like people do have like really old bottles of chartreuse that are like yeah. you know collectors' items and you know go for big bucks. So hey, Jason, well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. There was, was awesome. a lot of fun, man. Great Thanks to for see you. Me. Great to yeah. see you. And uh, hopefully you have a great weekend at the shop. The sun looks like it's coming out today. So that's awesome. Man. And uh, we have a couple of links up there. I know uh, we didn't talk about it, but uh, Jason listens to the Quest Love Supreme podcast. He likes that one. Uh, he also loves Run the Jewels, right? Love Run the Jewels. <laughs> and and let, me, let me say something. If When you hop on that Quest Love Supreme, jump right to the uh, the Huey Lewis episode. It's so oh, good, Oh, Huey man. Lewis. All right. All right. Yeah, Huey I'm going to listen to that today. He's a fascinating guy. Yeah, he just lost his hearing. I know, man. Isn't that it's crazy? So sad. He talks about that, too. So, yeah, I'm going to check that out. And um, anyway, so, dude, I'll catch back up with you really soon. And uh, it, when this is over, you, me, and Wisdom are definitely going to hang out for love sure. That. <laughs> love, love Wisdom, yeah. Awesome. All right, dude. Uh, I think, my, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if Mike is back on yet. Our producer is going to, so I think you're stuck with me for like at least another minute here. Oh, um, awesome. So, um, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I don't know. Are you selling any booze out of uh, Kaibar? You know, we're not. Um, we're such like a cocktail-driven place. Um, you know, we we I didn't really see the value in going in there and having someone squeeze, you know, juices and whatnot. Also, there, it's it's kind of a gray area as far as logistically, you know, to bottle fresh ingredients or, or whatever. So we're holding off for now, but we're looking forward to getting back in there as soon as possible for sure. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for yeah. having me, man. Yeah, you got it, Jason. See you soon. All right. All right. All right, folks. Uh, so here we go. Next week coming up, we have funeral director Amy Silva. We have um, herbalist Jesse Lou Rodriguez. We have musician Graham Richards coming to us from California. And we also have Chef Lonnie Diner coming to us from New York City. I believe he's living in Brooklyn right now. And uh, I'm going to leave you here with a clip from uh, comic genius Joshua Bell. Coffee time without me. Fun time.